You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Indians. I'm your host, Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports. Today's show, we're going to talk about the Indians' win today and how it sets them up for the rest of the season. We're going to look at uh, some of the other scores from around the league, look at standings, all of that fun stuff as we prepare for the final home stand of the year for the Cleveland Indians with the Phillies coming to town. So the Indians won today, uh, sweeping the Tigers, which was an absolute necessity because the Tigers are terrible, and the Indians had a really good pitcher on the mound in Mike Clevenger. Clevenger went... Six innings in this one, allowing no earned runs on six hits, one walk, or six strikeouts, seven hits, and one walk. Not his most dominant performance. Uh, weird to say when he's had a, a zero run performance, but you know, it is the Tigers. They were able to, to get some things together. Still a great performance, but uh, you know, you almost expect the strikeouts to be twice as high, uh, even though it was only through six uh, when you're facing this Tigers team. Tyler Clippard came in, continued to be effective. James Hoyt has been a nice little addition for the Indians. Uh, another outing for him. Karen Shaw comes in, finishes at, yeah, for the Indians. Fran Mill Reyes returned from his family matter. Uh, he had a home run in this game. Lindor had a pair of doubles. That was all of your extra base hits. Uh, yeah, the Indians win this one 7 nothing. There's not a whole lot more to add. Puig's been playing uh, better of late. Uh, solid performance by Roberto Perez. I'm very nervous that if this team does make the playoffs, we're going to see Ryan Flattery on the roster over Yu Chen Chang because that's what we're building towards with his uh, his play. I feel like, uh, and him being the, the classic vet, a favorite of Francona. So it's a Thursday for a lot of teams. Get away, get get away day they didn't play uh the twins did they beat the royals the cardinals beat the cubs and what is a huge series uh with for the national league with all their implications yankees clinched tonight beating the angels brewers beat the padres again important for that uh wild card situation we'll talk about in a second red sox beat the giants uh i'm hoping it's a sign that the red sox are going to be Hot going into their four important four-game series against the Rays. Uh, Phillies lost to the Braves. Ronald Acuna, I mean, 40th home run this year at the age of 21. He does it all in center field, and the Braves signed him to a ridiculously team-friendly contract this past offseason. Like, one of the worst contracts I've seen a player sign um, ever. After, uh, who it, it's... It was crazy then, and after this performance this year, it's it's even crazier. Now, the Rays did not play. So, the Indians move into a tie with them for that final wild card spot. Oakland maintains their lead, um, also not playing today. So, they are up two games on Tampa and Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland actually has the better run differential, so we'll see how things go. That would typically favor the Indians a little bit. Um, the the other fun thing is the Indians are forty seven and thirty one on the road, and forty three and thirty two away. 
Tampa Bay Rays are 43 and 32 at home and 47 and 31 away. So they have the exact same home and away record, but flipped. Uh, just an oddity stood out for me. With the way things played out today, Philly is now three and a half, or I'm sorry, four games back. Their uh, their playoff hopes are are pretty much sputtering. The Cubs are now a game out. Uh, Nationals have a one-game lead on the Brewers, a two-game lead on the Cubs, and the Brewers currently hold that second spot. So it sets up, you know, Philly is going to, has to, uh, for both the Indians and the Phillies, this is a must-win weekend. Um, Both teams are up against it. Uh, Philadelphia more so than Cleveland, because Cleveland actually, you know, is tied for the wild-card spot. Whereas uh, Philly is seeing their season slip away uh, before their eyes. And I mean, I I think most, even the most rational Phillies fan would agree there. They're not making the playoffs, but they still have uh, uh, quite a bit to uh, fight for. Now, what's interesting with the Indians, before we even get into the pitching matchups, is three of their next four games are on ESPN. Their other, uh, their Saturday game is on Fox Sports One, so their next four games are all national TV games. Three against the Phillies are all, and then the Tuesday game against the White Sox. Right now, they are set up next weekend to be on ESPN Plus, which is kind of cruddy. We'll see if that gets moved around for Friday, and then Fox Sports One again for the Saturday baseball game. And right now, that's setting up to be a rough s- a series for the Indians um, because they would have to face Corbin and then end the season against Max Scherzer. Um, if this race stays as tight as it has been, ending a season against Scherzer is less than ideal. The one nice thing is, uh, well, what should be a nice thing is going into Chicago and missing Giolito, uh, Rostetweiler. Probably should not be in the majors. Dylan Cease, I mean, he carved the Indians up last time, even with his struggles. And Ivan Nova, in spite of being one of the worst pitchers in baseball this year by FIP, uh, has had his way with the Indians as well. We'll go a little more deeper into those matchups next week. What is not weak is Vivid Seats, the uh, place to go to get all of your tickets needs if you go over there and you use the promo code kickoff you're going to get a hundred dollars up to a hundred dollars off of your tickets remember it's vivid seats promo code kickoff to save up to a hundred bucks on your purchase Uh, the big promo though belongs to postmates postmates is a fantastic service because they bring you what you want when you want it no matter the day no matter the time you download that app it asks for the permission for location and then you can see what's near you what can be delivered what's still open Um, it's like having the world at your fingertips it's like the good old days when there was a milkman and the doctor came to visit you Uh, it's bringing everything to your door and that they are open 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year and the the deal we have worked out with them is you download postmates uh use that promo code locked on 
and you're going to get up to $100 in free deliveries for the first seven days. So this is your chance to go crazy uh, and see what the service is all about. Once you start using it, you will like it. It's a guarantee. So remember, download that app. Use the promo code Locked On. So this Philadelphia series, as you know, it, the Indians are currently tied for the wild card. Nine games to go. Every series, every game is important. I don't need to say it's an important series, but uh, it has maybe a little bit more sentimental value as it is the last three home games of the year, unless the Indians make it to the divisional round of the playoffs. Friday night. It's Bieber versus Smiley. And then you have Plesak versus Vargas. And the Sunday night matchup will be Pletko versus Velasquez. So let's kind of just go into the numbers for the Philadelphia Phillies. See what we're facing. Look at these pitchers that are going in this series. All the fun stuff. So we're going to go over to baseball cube because i like the numbers and the statistics there though i do like the look of baseball reference better um and then fan graphs i mean i like all three basically i use all three of these sites on a regular basis for different things um baseball cube's big advantage for me is the college statistics i i'm a uh writing about the college game those are always important in the databases there are just extremely helpful but uh, I've used baseball reference the longest, so I'm used to its layout. And Fangraphs just has some stats no one else has, which, uh, you know, I'm going to go over there for Runs Created Plus because I think it's a fantastic stat. But uh, their layout just isn't as nice as some other places. Okay. So he said Drew Smiley is going to be pitching. The lefty has been well-traveled in his career. Uh, he's been all right for the Phillies this year. Uh, only 10 starts for them. But in those 10 starts, over 54 innings, you know, his strikeouts per nine is uh, over nine and a half. His walks are under two. His home run rate is just about two, so that's the issue. He's been extremely home run prone. When you look at the Indians lineup with guys like Puig and Reyes, they should be able to take advantage of that. Um, you would probably bet on Fran Mill Reyes going deep in this one if he uh, gets the opportunity to play. Uh, there's a reason why Smiley has been well-traveled and tried in many different roles. Uh, the stuff is good, but it, the performance is never matched up to it. And if you're the Phillies and you're going to him, it's, it's a little bit of a sign of desperation. Um, they've de you know, dealt with injuries and other issues this year. The Saturday starter, as I previously mentioned, is... Jason Vargas, who they acquired for basically nothing from the Mets. Vargas has been uh, largely ineffective for them uh, across nine starts. ERA at five and a half, uh, walk rate approaching four, a strikeout rate at six and a half, uh, mid-80s fastball. And he, was, he was a better performer with the Mets, but he's a fringe starter. That's just the way of it for Jason Vargas right now. Um, with the Mets, he he was he was missing more bats, and that, that's really the big difference. And he was giving up less hits, <laughs> much like Smiley. These are guys who, 
if you're a team with contending at, um, aspirations, they're probably not on your roster. But uh, beggars can't be choosers, and that's kind of where the Phillies are. So the Indians do have the advantage of, uh, you know, the the. I still think the lineup is tailor made to hit lefties a lot better, especially now that uh, Luplo is back, because Luplo has been so effective. Fran Mills a righty, uh, Puig's a righty. The uh, Roberto Perez is is much better against left-handed uh, pitching. So the, the team is set up to excel against lefties right now. I think they are better against lefties than righties with the way the lineup is currently set up. And Drew Smiley and Jason Vargas is a nice one-two for the Indians to face. Game three, uh, Vincent Velasquez. I feel like uh, th- this is going to be an issue for the Indians just because Sometimes those bigger velocity guys, they struggle with. Uh, Velasquez has a strikeout rate over 10, walk rate of about 3.5, a, a home run rate also around 2. I mean, that's been an issue that Phillies have been extremely home run prone. Um, you know, he's not been... I'd, a few years ago, he was going to be like their ace, and there was rumors of like huge money offers going, or huge money, huge trade offers for him after that 2016 season. We had an ERA a little over four, he has missing bats, but his walk rate was just about three. Since then, he's never really matched the hit rate, the walk rate, the strikeout rate. Everything's been a little bit higher. Um, he's, which is, you know, limited effectiveness, health has been an issue. Um, I mean, he profiles as kind of a, a back-endish starter. So, I mean, it is, again, the type of profile that we've seen the Indians struggle with at points this year. Um, it could continue to be an issue for this team. But we will, uh, you know, we'll see. It's The nice thing as an Indians fan is that these matchups are, for the most part, good for the Indians. The Indians need to take two out of three this weekend. I think their best bets are those first two games. That's where I'd be focused um, more than that uh, Sunday game just because their struggles with the velocities, velocities with velocity at points this year. In terms of the offense, we all know about Bryce Harper. Um, it was, it feels almost cruel. You know, they, they basically gave away Carlos Santana, gave up uh, a little bit of value to uh, to get get rid of his contract and then they go out and get Bryce Harper and Santana has had the better season they go out and they trade for JT Realmuto who's the top catcher in baseball the past few years and he what <coughs> wasn't quite there for them they got inside Andrew McCutcheon and he's producing really well better than I think anyone would have expected and he gets hurt after just 59 games misses the rest of the year you know, they still have holes in that outfield. They trade for Corey Dickerson. He comes in. He's playing well for them. And then he was hurt this week. He he is done for the year as well. So those two injuries stand out. Now, I mean, Dickerson was a, a midseason one, but uh, McCutcheon, just, that was a big stinger for this team. Um, Bryce Harper has been effective. He has been good. He's just not been great. He's not been uh, necessarily the guy that, that they thought they were going to get um you know a lot will be made about what's going to be viewed as a bit of a disappointing season but it's again still a quite good year for
Harper in this one. Uh, walk rate is high. Strikeout rate is staying consistent. WRC of 123, just not as good as Santana's. Real Muto, it's a little bit of a different story. It's a bit of a decline um, from the past few years. You know, last year was a 126 WRC plus. He, you know, it was the you you look across the line with him, and you know the average is about the same. The on base is lower, the slugging is a bit higher, the weighted on base is lower. Um, it's a slight decline from last year, but I think most people expected him to to kind of take off in this lineup, and he's been a good catcher, just not the best catcher, which is what they were hoping to get. Uh, the trade for Juan Segura really hasn't worked out either. Um, you look at Segura's production this year compared to the previous few years. They paid a heavy price to get him, and you know, 126 WRC plus. Uh, 111, 109 this year at 95. So we're definitely seeing a decline across the board after they uh, they went out to add him. So uh, Scott Kingery, nice little rebound for him, but it's it's not a dreaded lineup. Uh, you know, it, Harper and Hoskins are scary. After that, it's not dissimilar to the Indians lineup when you get right down to it. So it's a very winnable weekend. The Indians need to take two out of three to continue to uh, be playoff bound. So again, Friday, Saturday are the best bets. Sunday, a little bit trickier, but I think there is still a very good chance for not just winning the series, but a sweep here against a Philadelphia Phillies team that is limping into the break. I want to thank everyone for listening. We've got two weeks left in the season, about 10 more shows. Uh, it's going to be very much focused on the day-to-day. Thank you all for the rating, reviewing, for listening to every episode. And as always, go Tribe.